Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your boy, DC Sweet Dreams MMA, coming to you live from the best day of the week. You know what it is, people. Motivation Monday. Now, if this is your first time here, I am getting you pumped, hyped, and ready for the rest of the week, the rest of the month, and the rest of the year. Now, we are going to jump straight into it, guys. I'm first of all going to apologize for not dropping on Motivation uh, Monday last week. Um, I was a little bit distraught about a couple of things. One of the biggest things is the passing of the legendary rapper Nipsey Hussle. Now, everyone may not have known about Nipsey Hussle, but if you do know about him or want to learn a little bit more about him, he was a Los Angeles rapper who uh, so happened to be a former gang member uh, who was with the gang uh, the Rolling Sixties. But he uh, later on got into music. You know, someone changed his life around and always had a positive mindset and, you know, more of a, I want to say, intellectually kind of prowess, uh, intellectual prowess that made him, you know, sound iconic way before he even was majorly known in the rap game. So, Dipsy Hustle was somebody who not only gave back to his uh, community, but pretty much made a narrative for black people to go by that was positive, nurturing, you know what I'm saying, influential. It was so many things about this man that inspired many people, me being one of them, and motivated them every day. You know, that's a big thing about Motivation Monday. So I want you guys straight off to, you know, have that Nipsey hustle mindset, or have that hustle mindset, or have that marathon man mindset. You know, that was one of the premises for his business, and his business model was the marathon that, you know, that, you know, you just can't quit. You gotta keep going. You know, it's, you know, it's not a dash, it's a marathon. It's gonna take some time. But if you persevere, then, you know, great things can come of it. So, uh, you know, it took me out a little bit. You know, it should have inspired me actually more. To make sure I did it, but you know, I wasn't in a great mental state, you know, I was a little bit emotional, so now that I'm back and, you know, ready for action, I'm here to tell you guys that I want you to be more motivated like Nipsey and go out here and make your dreams come true, make a difference in your community, you can do it, I'm telling you people, you can do it, just put your mind to it and then put the action behind it. Now. I'm going to jump into UFC 237. It's happening this Saturday. Uh, we have the dual interim title belts. We have Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier for that lightweight championship. And then we have uh, Israel Adesanya and uh, Kevin Gaslam fighting for the middleweight interim title. So those are going to be some, like I said, exciting fights. We have uh, two different styles when it comes to that middleweight bout. Versus Adesanya and Gastelum, you know, more so of a boxer slash wrestler versus, you know, I want to say a kickboxer slash, I really can't say uh, anything about uh, Adesanya's grappling game, but if anything, he probably has some type of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to, you know, saying couple with the fact that, like, he has really good striking, nice precision, you know, saying he doesn't put uh, all his power into his but he makes sure that it's enough power and they're going to land when they need to. So it's going to be a real interesting, you know what I'm saying, battle 
between these two different styles. Me personally, I think Kevin Gastelum may stifle him with a lot of pressure, a lot of takedowns, you know what I'm saying, and just full on putting the grappling display on to make sure that Adesanya can't get off his unique striking. So we will see, but if anything, I feel like Kevin Gastelum gets this with a five-round decision now. I definitely could be wrong. I have been in the past, and I have no problem acknowledging that I don't know every single thing. But more so just seeing Kevin Gaslam's game and seeing what he does in an octagon and knowing that he has a really good grappling background just straight up with even jujitsu and wrestling that I feel like he can definitely use it to stifle Adesanya's uh, striking because that's what we've seen from Adesanya. That's what we've seen the most is that he has an amazing striking prowess. So we're definitely going to see that fight. And then when it comes to the Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway fight, I definitely think the bust era will continue. And I think Max Holloway will be the next dual champion and definitely go down to be one of the greatest featherweights of all time without question now that he has had, if he wins and has an athlete. Now, the belts may have to be unified, but I really don't all the way know about the lightweight belt because seeing the fact that like Khabib will take nine whole months, I feel like them not unifying that belt, like them like just not giving him the undisputed belt, to me will be a travesty because it's just so up in the air about what they're going to do with Khabib that I really don't want this title just, you know, sitting stagnant for almost pretty much a year. Because even, you know, when he comes back, you know, he has to train. So you might as well say a year from now, the belts will be unified. I don't feel like the fans should have to wait that long to have the unification belt. Now, when it comes to the middleweight title, then yes, I would that would make some more sense because uh, Whitaker got injured. So... You know, he, that, that comeback is going to happen. And we definitely need to see, you know, saying who can beat him because he still is the true champion. So, and, 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 oh man, and it's going to hurt me to say the fact that, like, even no matter who wins the lightweight championship, people aren't going to respect that they didn't beat Khabib. Khabib is still undefeated. You know, that is still one of the longest, I think, standing streaks within UFC as far as an undefeated streak is 27 and up. I think so, if anything. So, I need that unification about to either happen pretty quickly or they just need to go ahead and just give him the, one of them the undisputed belt and just understand that could be, you know, might have just took the course in his career and who really knows what's going to happen. But I personally feel like they should unify that belt. They should give him unified belt, but it's going to be on the UFC or what they want to do. You know, I'm not, you know, part of that entity and cannot speak for them, but that's what I feel in my mind. Now, another thing that I am seeing so far as well is that, like I said, this is leaving a lot of gaps in between when it comes to weight classes, like the middleweight, middleweights, um, lightweights, featherweights, and there's no more flyweights, and there's a you know vacant bantamweight belt. So the UFC, I feel like, is going to need something to resurge them, and it's not looking too good. The next pay per views, like I told people, I don't even hear people talking about 238 um, at all. Really, you know, people have already started to talk about 239, 
with the um, John Jones, you know, saying Tiago fight, and that's not even to me a super exciting fight. I mean, it's a good contender, but it's not somebody who I feel like threatens John Jones for his title. So, I mean, that just makes the light heavyweight division kind of just look thinned out. But I mean, but you know, John's still a great champion. I feel like he's still going to make a great, you know, fight out of it. But I'd rather see somebody more exciting actually fight John Jones. You know, and let's really get serious. Unless it's Cormier, people aren't going to be too excited or too thrilled. But, you know, as far as the other weight classes, <coughs> I'm kind of feeling bad about bantamweight. The fact that, like, they just have a vacant belt. Featherweight is going to... Also, I feel like either... Uh, be a little bit strained from the fact that like you know they might have a dual champion so who really knows you know with with all but I feel like Max is going to stay in featherweight and he may you know relinquish the lightweight belt so either one of the weight classes is going to suffer and I feel like it's going to be lightweight I definitely feel it's going to be lightweight because it makes no sense for Max to have the undisputed featherweight belt and for him to teeter back and forth between weight classes when you know one of the belts isn't even unified so, we are going to see what the future of the UFC is really holding. But me personally, I feel like the women are going to be the thing they're bringing back. Uh, definitely Rose, uh, you know, Thug Rose is fighting. I think Thug Rose may be fighting at 238, actually. And then we have, I think Nunez fighting a little bit later on this year. I don't know what opponent they decided for her. But I feel like giving her, getting her in a really good fight. I mean, me personally, I feel like her and Cyborg should have a rematch. Definitely should have a rematch. But, um, you know, give me the Cyborg rematch or give me a really good fight. Top rank fight. Uh, of course, the Thug Rose fight. And then, you know, give me a couple of other females, you know, high rank females that I feel like definitely can bring back these uh, pay-per-views. Because as of right now, I'm not looking too excited, you know, for the next, like, maybe three pay-per-views. You know, the hype train, I don't see it coming no time soon. Maybe next three, four months. So... I really need Dana White and them to step the game up and, you know, get these main events back being incredible because 2018 was one of the best years the UFC ever had. Like, it was just a plethora of amazing fights going on that year. So, this year, I feel like started out with a bang when it came to the super fight. And, you know, now I need... You know, that success to continue because it's been a kind of lackluster last couple of pay-per-views. So, guys, once again, like I always say, man, go out there and I want y'all to take that Nipsey Hustle mindset and, you know, saying that Marathon Man mindset and that Victory Lap mindset and go out there and kill it this week. I want y'all to be as successful as y'all possibly can be. I want y'all to speak it into fruition. I want you to mentally focus on it and lock it into your mind. I want you to keep a circle of people around you that are going to make sure that you upkeep this mindset and this mentality that you're going to be successful. I want you to go out there and spread the blessings that you've been given. Because I'm telling you right now, the more you spread those blessings, the more you will receive yourself. And I definitely want you guys to show love because you don't want to show love when, you know, someone is gone. And, you know, and that's when I notice a lot of times it does happen when somebody dies is when, you know, we find the time to tell people that we love them and we care about them and we support them. So I want you guys to do it way more often when people are alive and really show them that you care and that you want them to succeed. 
And as always, people, I want you to have a sweet dream.